Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. Now, Frankie Bridge from the band The Saturdays has said she wants to help challenge the shame and negativity around women who experience problems during motherhood. Um, she's 32 years of age, has two children with a former footballer, Wayne Bridge, who she has been married to for the last two, since 2014. Now, she told Hello magazine that becoming a mother is sold to us as perfect, the best moment of your life. And she said, that's not always the case. I want to drop the shame and the negativity, she said, that women, you know, they feel so they can feel open to say, well, actually, it's not all it's cracked up to be. And, you know, it's not all it's cracked up to be. Let's be clear about that. You know, I mean, don't get me wrong. There's nobody out there regrets having their children. Well, I hope not, anyway. We all love our children. But when you have the child, sometimes there are a lot of regrets. I mean, it raises a question about parenthood, and it is everything. Is it everything it's cracked up to be? And let's be fair, very few people will have regrets. But the shock of the change in your life can play havoc with your instinctual feelings after having children, particularly for the first time. Also, so many women, of course, struggle with postnatal depression on a very serious note. So it's any wonder that many will go through a phase sometimes of regret of having a child. I mean, there is a serious stigma to anybody even suggesting that having a child is a negative thing. And yet, at many points in your life, you may regret your choices to be a parent. But you'll always love your children, by the way. So I want to ask you, particularly young mothers, maybe first time, or even if you can think back to when you had your first child, were you deliriously happy over the moon? Was it everything it was cracked up to be? Was it all flowers and birds singing? Or was it an absolute nightmare that at some points in it you went, oh my God, why did I do this? Why did I change my life so much? I mean, did you actually think, I want you to think back, say six weeks after the child is born. You're home, kicked out of the hospital, you're all on your own. Maybe, very stereotypically, your husband's gone back to work, you're on maternity leave, you're sitting there and the baby is crying, screaming, won't feed, won't sleep, you can't sleep, you're sleep deprived. I mean, there's no shame in saying, I wish I didn't do this. This is not what it's cracked up to be. This is not baby smells and roses and little birds singing and all that kind of stuff. This is not what parenthood is about. This is not what I was told. This is not what I was sold. The number is 087-188-008. Maybe you suffered from postnatal depression. On a very serious note, many women do. A huge percentage of women suffer from postnatal depression and regret childbirth after the baby is born. We've spoken to women who've come on the air and told us they hated their own children. Hated them. Now, deep down, they loved them. But at that particular moment of time, if you had a set of them, they hated them. Because it changed their life so much. With women too, a lot of it's about their body, about how their body has changed and how they feel about themselves, that lack of self-confidence in themselves because they put on weight maybe or the breasts are bigger or they just can't get around the new shape of their body and they feel almost ashamed with this huge pressure with all these celebrities looking great back to size zero three months or three weeks after having a baby. And they feel some sort of huge social pressure to be a mother. I want to know, as a mother... After you had your child, was there a point where you said, this is not what it was cracked up to be. This is not what I thought parenthood is. Now, I, I want you to understand what I'm saying here. I know looking back in hindsight, of course, you don't regret your children. You love your children. But was there a point, 
maybe it was a more serious matter like postnatal depression and we've heard women on the air in the past talk about postnatal depression and some women describe the feeling of actually hating their children um, this is in the very early stages you know after say come home from the hospital three weeks in as I said hubby goes back to work and you're on maternity leave with a screaming child that just won't sleep and you haven't slept in weeks and at that point you go but everybody told me parenthood was going to be brilliant this is the most wonderful experience of my life and it's a misery uh, the number is 087 I mean, the question I'm asking you is, is parenthood all it's cracked up to be? Neve, you're in Ireland's Classic Kids. How you doing, Neve? Hi, Niall. How are you? Good. Is it all it's cracked up to be? Um, look, yeah, it's, it's brilliant. But it's really hard. I mean, I remember, like, you kind of think that the first year is going to be like a Disney movie. Yeah. And it is like a movie, but it's The Exorcist. Yeah. Because you've got this screaming little thing and there's bodily fluids coming at you. <laughs> and you don't know why why the child is screaming because you've done everything the book has told you to do. Yeah, that's if you have the uh, book, they, by the way. That, well, you, you, see, on your first, you buy all the books and you think you know it all. And then you realise that they've left out the chapter of why is my child just being like this? Why are they just doing this? Are they just doing this to get at me? And then you think you're doing it all wrong. Because obviously everyone else's child, you see everyone else's child and they're not screaming. So obviously you're wrong. And then you're add exhaustion into that because you're knackered. And it's a nightmare. The first year. Did you ever regret it? Did you, do you ever sit there thinking, why did I do this? I was so happy when I didn't have children. At least in first year, at least once a week. Yeah. Oh, but at least once regret, a week. <laughs> you don't regret having the child. You love that child. Of course you do. Traction. But you second guess yourself. Am mm. I able to do this? Because everyone else. But were you not can't. prepared? I mean, when not because I mean, the, there are people listening to this right now, young girls. You know, maybe I don't know in their twenties. You know, hooking up in relationships, thinking I'm going to have a baby in the future. So surely they, when they listen to you and they listen to other people on other radio stations or listen to talk shows, whatever it happens, and they hear parents talk about their experiences, surely they're saying to themselves, "I know I'm prepared. I know it's going to be pretty difficult." I don't think you can ever be prepared for something that you've never done before. You know, it's like anything. You know, this little human comes into your life and it, it's, it, it upends everything. And you can't be prepared for that. Because and solely dependent on you, by the way. Yeah. yeah, and suddenly you've gone from, you know, probably going to work every day, deciding what you're going to have for lunch, deciding, you know, are you going to go out and meet your friends after work, to deciding whether or not you have a cup of coffee or a shower because you won't get to do both. And will you also have to decide whether you can go to the toilet or not? Oh, that's okay. You'll just have an audience for the first four years. <laughs> grand. That's... You just, as long as you become used to being an exhibitionist, you're grand. Because nothing... I remember it. the same child will tell everyone outside what you've done in the toilet. I remember it well. You know the little rocking chair thing that you hold with a little handle on it? I, I remember I was a white one and I had a little thing. But I remember Mia even. And, and you were going to the Jacks and when they were like up to the age of about four or five months old, whatever... You were bringing them in and sitting them on the floor in front of you while you're in the jacks, like. Yeah, and shower and yeah. anything else you want to do for more than five minutes. <laughs> yeah. And you'll become very close friends with all these, like Bob the Builders and Peppa Pig. Barney, be. Barney. And those other yokes, you know, the Teletubbies. I think Barney's gone. I think he had to be taken off because he probably was going to get lit. My, my son, he's 25 now, he was obsessed with Barney. So was my daughter. She was upset. I mean, the night garden, which was obviously made by somebody who was 
taken something because that was bizarre. <laughs> that was a very strange little program that we like. And, you, do, and you don't think a purple you, you don't think a purple dinosaur is bizarre? <laughs> oh, well, yeah, it was, but this was really bizarre. Like they did weird things in, in the night garden, but it's a wonderful time, and everyone should enjoy it. But just be prepared. It's 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 a culture shock. It's a ma- especially on your first because. Yeah, and I don't want to scare people off having children, by the way. No, no, and believe me, it's brilliant. And you could have the worst day ever, and then suddenly they fall asleep in your arms, and you look at them and you go, oh, all forgiven. Because it is. And that's how they survive in your house, because you love them so much. Mm. But they're tough little creatures. And they'll demand, and they demand, and they demand, and you just have to be there just to do it all. And I mean, can you understand? I mean, as I said, we spoke before about postnatal depression on a very serious note, and we had women on there who said they literally hated their children. Well, I I can't understand it because th- thankfully I never experienced it, but I can only imagine how much of a mind melt that must be because mm. everyone, every book, every TV show, every movie is telling you how wonderful motherhood is, and then suddenly you don't fit that. Yeah, you have this kind of Anne Geddes view of every child. Mm, you know, and you they, don't understand why mm. you don't fit that. And you don't understand why you didn't get the rush of love that they talk about. And not every woman does. And if you get it, it's, it's amazing. It's the most amazing feeling. But if you don't get it, it must be very confusing. Okay, well, stay there for a second. Let me go to Anne as well. Anne, you're an Ireland's classic kid. Say, hey. Anne. Anne, I mean, is parenthood everything it's cracked up to be? Um, no, not really. Oh, okay. When, when you start off first, like, um, as I was just saying... The, the guy there and you start off first you know you are frustrated and I when I got married young and anyway and um, I was frustrated but uh, you know you, you, you often looked at them and you say jeez are they ever going to stop like and but it's only now Niall that you know I look at small children now and I remember my mummy used to do it you know now, they're the best days. Mm-hmm. Mm. They are the best days of the, your life. The de- the days where you're listening to a crying child and you haven't slept it's, in ten yeah, hours and crying, you know. But right, okay, you have to get them into a routine. It's just a routine you have to get them into. Yeah, you know, and you haven't got to maybe the sense, but you cop on. You do yeah. cop on. You say, "Oh God, I'm not doing that right today." Like well, parenting is always a challenge because there's different phases. You have the yes. baby phase, then you have the little terror phase when they're about two, yes. Yes. and then, and then there's the, the teenage phase. The yeah, yeah. Maybe them falling down and mm. things like that. But you have you have the phases as well where they made you laugh. Yeah. And what's the phases that they make you make you cry? As yeah, well. yeah. And I look at mine now. I mean, the men, the men. And, and you remind do you and remind them how much misery they caused you? <laughs> and you, you, you remind oh, them every now and again. They <laughs> don't believe in that. They'll only tell you, or oh, I remember you used to do this and you used to do that. Oh, in actual fact, they were the best days. And you and you would have no reg- like if I said to you both, Anne and Eve, that you can go back in time and talk to yourself before you went and got pregnant, right? For the first time. Would you would you tell yourself to change anything or would you say go for it? Go for it. Neve, would you 
tell young Neve anything? I tell her to be a bit kinder to herself that she doesn't have to be. Well, perfect. I agree with you there. Yeah, yeah. I agree well, I definitely, you. I definitely yeah. agree with Anne. I mean, there. When I look back now, and I suppose we all put the little rose-coloured glasses on, but when I look back now and I remember all the, you know, the sticky hands on the wall and yeah. the the hugs and the the, the absolute cuddles. But you don't I get put the anymore. hands on the glass when you knew that you, you were doing that. <laughs> <laughs> you you, there is so much more that's better to us than than that. It's a hard, hard job, and it's really, you know, they can be very demanding little bosses, and they don't give an awful lot of praise. But it comes back in spades when they get a little bit older, and then they can talk to you, and the crack you can knock out of them. I mean, but it, but it is okay, as your woman was saying. I don't even know who she is, but Frankie Bridge. I know Ashley knows she is in the Saturdays. I don't know she's important anyway, allegedly. Um, but she said it's okay to say it's not okay, and it's okay to say it's not what it was cracked up to be, and it's okay to say those things because people often feel kind of almost ashamed of it. But stay, actually, stay there for a second. I want to go to Amy as well. Amy, you're an Ireland's classic kid. How are you doing, Amy? Hey, I'm good. How are you doing, that? Good, Amy. You know, motherhood, parenthood. Is it everything it's cracked up to be? Uh, well, I like my my son wasn't planned um, at all. Uh, big surprise, um, and I wound up being on my own with him since he was seven weeks old. Now his dad is active, okay. um, but like to be honest, you know, within the first couple of months, it was like, oh my god, I hate this. I don't want to be a parent. Like even spoke to my dad about possible, you know, adoption and everything. Right, but as much it was as, that bad. Know, it, it, it became so overwhelming, yeah. Right. Like I, I would have been breastfeeding, so it was going... And how old were you, by the way? Be, how old are you, Amy? Uh, I was 26 when I had him. Okay, all right. So you weren't 18 or 19 or something like that. Okay, all right. No, no. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it was. And, you know, the, the, the kind of... I was lucky. I was living back home with my dad, and yeah. I had great support. And if I just needed you know, to get out of the house for 30 minutes just to, to have a moment to myself, he, he was brilliant. Um, but like I, I do find you know I'm being a single parent. I look, I don't know. I haven't been you know in in the whole couple, father and mother and father together. But I'm assuming like that's a bit easier. Parent, yes, yeah, of course, yeah. I I actually find it's easier being a single parent. Do you think um, so? Because like yeah, I mean he goes to his dad's every second weekend, and his dad might have him one or two nights of the alternative week. So that's time where I have to myself where you know. If he's going away on the Friday, I don't have to worry about cleaning up the Thursday. I can do it on the Friday or over the weekend. Yeah. And you do, you get so much more downtime. You know, you can plan nights away, weekends away, or just, you know, a day in bed. Right, okay. But there were there were so, times in the early days where you went, oh, this is so overrated. This is not what I expected. This is madness. Oh, completely. And this is the, the other lady was saying there, like, you know, there's at times you just feel like running away. But then when you look at them just there asleep in your arms, it's like, OK, I, I, I do. I love you. I forgive everything you did to me. Yeah. Today. And, and then you just pick them up when you squeeze them and you sniff them because there's a lovely, you know, when you smell a baby, there's a baby smell. You can't be. Yeah. Just... <laughs> yeah. No, it's um, like, look, I wouldn't change him for the world. Now. Yeah, he of course. Made me such a better person. You know, I've grown massively as a person. Um, and he's a fantastic child. I mean, you know. I mean, if you can raise a child, I mean, if you can deal with a a child and raise a child, you can really do anything, can't you? Because it is a challenging thing to do. Nobody ever tells you how difficult it is. (coughs) Pardon me. Nobody tells you how much your life is going to change. And it does change quite substantially. 
Oh, massively. You know what I mean? You, you can, you, like, I, I work full time as well. So, you know, you, you finish work, you go home, you're, you're rushing, having cooked, clean, washed the child, and then you might, you might get about 20 minutes to yourself to, to sit down in the evening. So. Yeah, absolutely. That's if you're lucky to get that, by the way. It depends on the type of child you have as well. Did you, by the way, did you get that time, uh, Neve, to yourself? Um, in the early on days? My, on my first, no, I was I was like Amy, I was a single parent on my first. Yeah. Um, on the second, I wasn't. So I've had sort of the two experiences. Right. And I think that, you know, people who do it on their own um, full time for, you know, for the majority of the child's lives are just incredible. Yeah. Because it's really hard, at least on my second, if I was having a bad day or I was having doubts, like somebody to kind of... Take over. Or to just say, God, what are we doing? Are we doing this right? Or, you know, or even making decisions about them. I had somebody to talk it over with. And I think women or men who do it on their own are just incredible. Anne, did you do it? No, you didn't do it on your own, Anne, did you? Well, my husband was out walking. There was no such thing as maternity leave or anything like that then. Well, okay, so what year did you have your first child, Anne? Can you remember what year was it? Um, well, my eldest now is um, 45. Oh, okay, all right. So we're looking at the, the kind of 1970s now. Yeah. Late 1970s. Yeah, 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 yeah. And in those days, men were traditionally men, went oh, to work, well, well, came well, home and didn't look after babies. No, well, they put the nappy back to front. And, <laughs> um, you know, and then, of course, when they did that, you'd been better off getting up yourself and doing the night date <laughs> because the next morning you just had to change the whole cost. Or whatever. Yeah, know. because the nappy wasn't put on properly you know. and you know what was all over their body. Yeah. 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 So, um, no, no. I I was always hands on. Always on myself. All right. And don't regret it, David. Uh, thank you to Anne and Eve. Uh, keep texting. Keep WhatsApping. The number's 87 uh, the question we're asking is, do you ever regret it? Frankie Bridge says, says, it's okay to say it's not what it was cracked up to be. Parenthood. And she's right. She is right. It's okay to say that. And I said in a very serious note, by the way, somebody texted in, by the way, to say they suffered from postnatal depression. Exactly what you described now. I hated my own child for the first six weeks of its life. I wanted to give it away. I was hoping at one stage that somebody would abduct it. That's how bad it got. Somebody abduct it. It's what you talk about your child. Uh, But I guess on a very serious note, I get what you're saying. Postnatal depression can be so debilitating. Um, to young mothers, particularly. Well, to all mothers. Uh, the number is 87 particularly if it's the first time you've had it because you don't know what to expect and you don't know what's happening to you. God's sake, he says, more bloody snowflakes now. Nobody ever said to me parent was a, parenthood was a bunch of roses. Quite the opposite. I never heard it said to anyone. More Love Island, you know what, says Kevin. That's not Love Island stuff, Kevin, is it? Uh, let me go to Bernie. Bernie on Ireland's Classic Kids. How you doing, Bernie? Hi, Niall. How are you? Good. Bernie, I mean, is parenthood everything it's cracked up to be or is it just a little bit overrated, maybe? Well, it's a, it's something you'll never do again, that's for sure. <laughs> you, know, you do it a couple of times and, oh my God, it's like, you know, every every ounce of your being is, is moved and transfixed and transformed. And I don't know, it's, it's, it, I think it's one of the best experiences of life. It can also be the one of the worst. Yeah, I've often said to people who are planning to have children or who, you know, they come along, they'll say, oh, my girlfriend's pregnant or my wife's pregnant. And I'd say, you do know what to expect, don't you? Uh, no. Uh, well, no, you're, you you're not, I, I always say, well, your life is not your own anymore. That's as, as long as you understand that, that's grand, you'll be grand. 
Yeah, and like, you know yourself, all the different stages from the boob feeding, the depression, the lack of money, the lack of sleep, the lack of clothes. You don't care if you look like, you know, the Michelin man. You just, you're you're going through every day. But that's the thing as well, by the way, they talk about this piece as well as the idea that, particularly for younger mothers, I suppose, that maybe on a first time baby, there's a huge amount of pressure at the moment with all these Instagrammers and Kardashians and everybody else. So that as soon as you have the baby, to get back to looking your best again. Listen, I'm still carrying the weight and my youngest is 33, so I don't know where that's going to happen. And I've, I've been in the gym. I wouldn't touch Botox. Why would you bother? It's all a badge of honour. So do you say but, to your 33-year-old, you lift your shirt up and go, look what you've done to me. Look what you've done. No, because she's just had a baby herself and I'm going, <laughs> here you go. Welcome to the stretch park. Yeah, but there you, you know, know what it's like to have a belly. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? It's... it's, it's what other lifestyle choice would you make? To be single on your own, you see the other side of it where people who never married, who never touched that water, who never really had a long-term relationship, and they're in their 40s and 50s and 60s now, and they're really, they don't know what the world is about. At least us, you, us who've had children have, have, have no expectations at the end, you know. Yeah, you yeah. just got with it. Like, I'm at the other stage where all mine left. Now, the last one to leave was the oldest, and it was in his 30s. And like I was doing novenas to kind of say, geez, no one going to have him. Like, you know, <laughs> he was up in his room and, his, you know, his holidays away, his cans in, he was doing his bit of work. I didn't ask him for any money. And then I gave, one day he came back, he was in uh, abroad for two years and he came back and he was, uh, it'd be okay, ma, if I stay here. And I go, you've got 60 days. And he was looking at me going like, what's wrong with her? Like, she's never said no before, but I just thought, no, you're in your 30s. Like, when do you get? Get you know, out, for God's sake. Yeah. So anyway, he finally left. Uh, within a year, he had met a girl and he's now married. And he's in his 38. He's late 38 now. And I'm so well, proud I tell, of him. You know, well, the best thing he probably ever done was got him out of the house. Best thing for him but, was getting yeah, him out of the house. You know what? The empty nest and all that syndrome, that's a huge, that's a reality. I thought that would be, ah, I won't Oh, I know. Up. I remember. Oh, I, that's a huge one. Oh, no, I remember when my son, well, it was four or five years ago, whatever it was. And he said to me, um, I'm getting an apartment with my girlfriend. And I went, what? And he said, yeah, yeah no, I'm, I'm leaving the house. I got an apartment with my girlfriend. And I was like, are you sure? <laughs> and I, I, I nearly cried. I was nearly crying in front of the chapel. But you will cry. If you're I'm honest, s- you will cry. Yeah, I know. Thank I was you, so sir. upset because there's my little baby. Well, he yeah. was me, but he was my first, obviously. There's the little baby gone, flew in the coop. But was there any stage, Bernie, getting back to what this, uh, what Frankie Bridge said, was there any stage during the early days, in the first kind of six weeks when you were chucked home from the hospital, you had this little human being you're now responsible for who was basically, you know, um, I suppose all sorts of fluids were emitting from every part of its body. I mean, was there any stage where you're going, I, I don't want this. This is not what I want. Niall, if I tell you the truth, I was trying to push him back in. I didn't want <laughs> <laughs> He was premature. He came out of premature, you know, with six He's not cooked yet. <laughs> and I thought I could put him back in. I don't have to know this. I've experienced it. You know what? Yes. I was 23 years of age when I had my first child. I hadn't a clue. I thought that somebody would turn up at the house and take him off for a few hours every day. <laughs> like almighty. I mean... You're watching how they're breathing. You're, all of these things, you know, all, as you know, as a first-time parent, yeah. you're watching everything. Their eye movements, their soft spots, their ears. You know, you're just, it's a shock to your system. I'm not yeah. going to lie to you. And you're kind of looking going, you know, what, oh, this time six weeks ago, I was actually all right. I, I, I thought the around. most disturbing part for me, by the way, was the umbilical cord. Uh, watching that thing falling off over the oh, first few weeks. Yeah. <laughs> and they had that they used to give us powder in the rotunda you know you sprayed it I don't know what it's, what it's called but you were terrified in case you did anything wrong yeah oh my god you know but you know what it's made us who we are today 
Yeah. There isn't that. If anyone did that, said that to you now, you're kind of going, oh, I've had a kid. I, I'm okay. Yeah, I'm <laughs> used to dealing with bodily fluids. You're right. Yeah, I'm. <laughs> you're, you're having a beer. You had a mishap. What harm? <laughs> it's all right. Barney, listen, lovely talking to you. Thanks very much indeed. Have a great day. All right. And you too. Thanks. Bye. Man. There you go. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits.